Cleopatra by William Shakespeare From the World's Best Poetry, Volume 7 Descriptive and Narrative, Part 2 Read for LibriVox.org By Sonia as the narrator Jason in Canada as Inobarbus Thomas Peter as Agrippa And Katharina Glovala as Messinas Cleopatra The barge she sat in, like a burnished throne, burned on the water. The poop was beaten gold, purple the sails, and so perfumed that the winds were lovesick with them. The oars were silver, which to the tune of flutes kept stroke, and made the water which they beat to follow faster as amorous of their strokes. For her own person it beggared all description. She did lie in her pavilion, cloth of gold of tissue, or picturing that Venus where we see the fancy outwork nature. On each side her stood pretty dimpled boys, like smiling cupids, with diverse-colored fans, whose wind did seem to glow the delicate cheeks which they did cool, and what they undid, did. Oh, rare for Antony! Her gentlewoman, like the Nereides, so many mermaids tended her in the eyes and made their bends adornings at the helm a seeming mermaid steers the silken tackle swell with the touches of those flower-soft hands that yearly frame the office from the barge a strange invisible perfume hits the scents of the adjacent wharfs the city cast her people out upon her and antony enthroned in the market-place did sit alone whistling to the air which but for vacancy, had gone to gaze on Cleopatra too, and made a gap in nature. Rare Egyptian! Upon her landing, Antony sent to her, invited her to supper. She replied, It should be better he became her guest, which she entreated. Our courteous Antony, whom ne'er the word of no woman heard speak, being barbered ten times o'er, goes to the feast, and, for his ordinary, pays his heart for what his eyes eat only. Royal wench! Now Antony must leave her, utterly. Never, he will not. Age cannot wither her, nor custom stale her infinite variety. Other women cloy the appetites they feed, but she makes hungry where most she satisfies. For vilest things become themselves in her that the holy priests bless her when she is riggish. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.